Welcome to Punta Vista, episode 57. I'm almost 100% sure it's episode 57. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm here with Lucy. Hi. Hi, Lucy. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? How are you, Andrew? I'm, I'm good. I'm not even doing a setup this week. I'm not even doing a thing. I'm not even doing a scenario. Wow. Uh, we also got Theo. Hi, Theo. Hello. And we're joined by a guest for the first time in a little while. Uh, we are joined by the one and only Ed Zitron. Hello. Thank you, you for Ed? saying my name correctly, Hello. too. I've been clenching oh. the past few seconds, <laughs> waiting <laughs> to... Like, I'm, I'm almost curious about how, how one gets it wrong. Zitron. Zitron oh, yes. is a favorite. Zitron. I don't fucking get it. There's an <laughs> I. Zitroen. Uh, <laughs> Zitron, very rarely. Lovely I got Zooch. I got Zootron once. That was just fucking, <laughs> just fucking lazy at that point. Well, I always, um, I always spell my name out for people, like on the phone, my last name, uh, which is Law, and I, I spell it out because people just get it, get it wrong constantly. I, I don't know if it's an Australian accent thing. I always have to say L A W because otherwise people go into like uh, L O R E. People think I'm saying long or loan. <laughs> Any, anything but. Literally the words you're trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a three-letter word. Just a three-letter word. Um, a so, um, Ed, Ed Hi. is in PR. Public relations. Uh, and somebody, somebody's been having a great week of public relations. And that is someone we were talking about last week. Friend of the show, Elon Musk. My strange, close personal friend. Strange libertarian <laughs> unit, Elon Musk. Um, or whatever whatever political uh, alignment he's giving himself this week on Twitter. I don't know. It was, it was libertarian and socialist. socialist. He's and a socialist. He's a socialist. But he doesn't believe in socialism or anything yeah. that's vaguely socialist. Yeah. He's confused it's, by that one. <laughs> it's he like being Jewish by race, but not... <laughs> Not he was born actually. a socialist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he didn't he choose the socialist socialism. life. It chose yeah. him. He just thinks that free market solutions are the best way to get socialized healthcare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Assigned socialist at birth. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, an oh. is that an Australian thing? Oh, no, that's a, that's a gender thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Problematic, uh, Andrew. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Good nickname. Yikes. Problematic, Andrew. <laughs> Good start. Anyway. I'm so excited to have Ed on. I'm like, we to hear all about like the quaint like cultural things in America <laughs> that are going on. Like, I mean, you were just saying off pod, Ed, that you don't really understand what the big hullabaloo about the mascot for the Cleveland Indians is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would I have gone with uh, Bertie the Racist first choice? Probably not. But the more I thought about it, you know what? He is indicative of the culture of Ohio. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And plus, you know, once something's been the same for a while, you can't really change <laughs> You can't it. change things. You can't just change <laughs> thing a thing. About being set in stone. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, Little thing called I, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. It's sorted. It's sorted. QED. No amendments. The Ten Commandments. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about Elon last week in the context of um, the Thai cave rescue, which took place. Um, there was a, bit of, was a bit of particularly psychotic um, commentary going on about that in Australia, which we covered at the time. 
but we also very helpfully recorded right before um, Elon started getting really mad and calling people pedos online, which um, I guess... So, it's so That's fucking normal. funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I was so I just I can't. It's just so fucking stupid. Well, we, we already had we already had the whole thing of like why why will this you know tech billionaire not stop replying to people on Twitter? That was already an issue. Yeah. Like he just wouldn't stop. Just getting down in the muck and trying to defend himself to any random person, which was already ridiculous. It was already like, um, already like Notch the Minecraft guy, where it's like, you got billions of dollars, you're dating Amber Heard and Grimes and everything. Uh, and- wait, I thought for a second you were going to say that Amber Heard was dating Notch. Same, I was very no. confused. That would have been fucking hilarious. That would have that made oh. my year. Is that bird <laughs> ditches Johnny Depp, was it? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Dates Notch. <laughs> and moves up a notch. <laughs> uh. God, Just Johnny as Depp's... racist, 30 times the size. <laughs> Johnny Depp's looking looking not great. Looking great. He's looking bad. He's looking like a corpse. He's looking a little corpse-ish. Just a little corpse-ish, which I respect, but I don't respect him, so... Well, speaking of, uh, like, I, I don't get the, the Elon Musk defenders online in the same way that apparently I, I only realized recently that there's, like, because of course there is, there's a whole um, there's a whole sphere of, like, Johnny Depp stands. Oh, yeah. On, mm. Why? On yeah, I was like, why? He's like, how, I, I, I'm trying to imagine, you know, someone who is, like, 20 years old being like, I'd die for Johnny Depp. I get Why? that more than Elon Musk. Why would you die for Elon Musk? But why would you die for for Johnny Depp? He's not even like... If you want someone that looks like that, just go to your nearest gem shop. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, that's what I, I mean. I want like... French Stewart, but slightly more attractive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if... Or French Stewart mated with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I don't know. Like, at least, at least if you're, like, my age, you would have grown up seeing, like... Johnny Depp and shit like Crybaby being attractive. Yeah. But if you're like if you're like 20 years old now, you're essentially saying I grew up wanting to fuck Captain Jack. Yeah, well, but did they you, saw the did movie. Did you read the Rolling Stone thing? I did read the Rolling Stone thing. That was what that was what gave me the whole discovery of this like hyper defensive fandom of his. Was yeah, the Rolling Stone interview where he 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 invited them the the interviewer to come and talk to him and like it it seemed it seemed to me not that I would really know but it seemed to me to be like a very obviously a very sort of obviously staged attempt to paint himself as the victim of you know betrayal by of being the, incredibly the, rich and famous yeah yeah he was like oh I've given he's, he's given so much to everyone and now he's forced to sit around and do fucking Keith Richards cosplay in his mansion <laughs> well it sounds like, like he just got he did get like defrauded by everyone like I could believe that I don't feel sorry for him because I don't know perhaps I'm a bit funny but I'd notice if just five million dollars was taken from my account randomly and given to someone else yeah you'd hope so Oh shit! I didn't check my bank account for one day, and someone <laughs> stole five million dollars. 
fucking also, hell. Yeah. Not again. <laughs> not. And it was my again. sister. That's the crazy thing. It's like his sister that did it. I'll never get that whole thing about celebrity of people like um, going, ah, I'm going to keep it real and give jobs to like my family members. So I'm going to make my... My, like my shitty Just sister or brother money. who's never done anything mm. with their life. I'm also yeah. going to let them be my manager and be in charge of all yeah, of my I, I, de- They have absolutely no dollars. talents, but I will put them in a situation where they could potentially really hurt me. Yeah. Perfect. And that's what loyalty is. That's what loyalty is. Loyalty is being insanely dumb and giving a lot of money to someone for no reason. So, mm. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our patrons. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yes, we love you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about the end of your pod, guys. (laughs) Whoops. We had a good so um so to take a little to take a little recap from uh, Wired, good old Wired magazine. Um, they were just covering his uh his non-apology apology, which comes after a tense week in which the world followed the daring rescue of twelve Thai boys and their football coach who had become trapped in a cave in Chiang Rai after it flooded. While an international Bye, team Gary of rescuers, <laughs> <laughs> super villain Gary Glitter, <laughs> he, just, he just lured them into the cave, <laughs> just, just hanging around at low tide, <laughs> just Boys. like his face half submerged, <laughs> but his his weird hair like poking out like a shark's fin, yeah, like uh, like but do, but doing the whole um, Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Half yes. submerged. Yep, you were there. Psychotic face. Yeah. Can I just say this whole situation was predicted by, and I want to say Jonathio on Twitter. I don't know. Who? Uh, Jonathonio? Jonathonio. Jonathio. I love that Pokemon. Look, it, you guys you guys work it out. Just, you find. <laughs> you fucking do. It's not Genathion. my fucking job to pronounce things. <laughs> <laughs> Who was like, like two weeks ago was like, imagine the how funny the press conference would have been if. The coach that got trapped down there with the kids was a nonce. <laughs> it wouldn't be that funny. It wouldn't be that funny for the kids, that's for sure. No, that's kids kids might not. They might not see true. the irony. I know bad kids for, these bad for the kids. Great for comedy. <laughs> Just a great one for the fans at back home. Yeah. A real match. <laughs> It's oh, like dear. it reminds me of that uh, bra side. Do, do, you, do you get? Oh, bra absolutely! Side? Yeah, this is this is the Pedophi- one thing we Pedo- didn't want to happen. You're pedophile island. <laughs> Sixty kids, one pedophile. What a lapper! <laughs> I, I think specifically this the skit where they um, fire kids up into the space station. Oh yeah, uh, and like and an eight year old. No, an eight, no, it's there. They put a pedophile. Oh, they put the pedos. That's right. Up. They there put for... a pedophile up there, and they accidentally put in an eight year old boy. <laughs> And just all the all the shots of like the stunned faces in the control center, and then the overlay which says this is the one thing we didn't want to happen, but they actually misspelled <laughs> didn't in it. It's fucking great. Oh man, it, it's, is it is so, time when for you, season two. Oh my god, we at least need the terrorism one. And the truth is that if you look at the sophistication of Brass Eye, assuming I can say sophistication, uh, you you see that compared to like fucking Borat 2 where it's like I convinced them by being fake Israeli 
to say the dumb thing. And like, sure, I get it. It's it's fine. It's interesting. Mm. And you caught them with the pants down, I guess. But it's not really, no one is actually really giving these people the business. They're not making, other than making them go, oh, you supported something stupid, which is like their fucking job half the time in Congress, am I right? But it's, you're not really calling them out on shit. You're tricking them into saying stuff. It's fine. It's funny. And the initial value is fun. But it's not like what Brasse did, which was straight up call the bias out. I called the... It managed to trick the sun into showing how weird and creepy they are. They showed, like, a complaint about Brasse immediately followed by a picture of a 14-year-old princess in a dress. Being like, whoa, she's growing <laughs> up. But that's the shit that actually gets things done, not, like, I dressed up like an Israeli. I think um, what what was getting me about the... What's, what's it called? Who is America? Is that the name of the series? Yeah. The new one? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what got me about that as well was a lot of the whole, like, ah, uh, he, he tricked these people into doing this stuff. He'd fooled them into this. And I was like, as far as I can tell, what this involved was just, like, asking them to do a thing and then immediately saying, yes. It was a trick in it. the sense that it was not used for the intended use, which is, who gives a fuck? I mean, how could you look... Like, in particular, his costume as the insane... Like, super racist Israeli impression. No one's talking about that. It's like an insanely... Ra- he's like, I am Israeli. Like, he's, it's like insanely racist. But I, I was thinking about this, though, where, where, like... I was thinking about this in comparison to the original Borat, because, like... Also racist. Which was hilarious. insanely racist, but, but yeah. not necessarily about anyone in particular. Like, it didn't see... It was That's Kazakhstan, true. but it didn't sound... Not that I know many Kazakhs, but, like, I assume that no one looks or sounds like that in the world. Mm. Yeah, and also, like, I guess, um, you know, I think I think the, the Borat thing has come so far from its original form that it's much like Austin Powers. It's come so far from its original form that, like, it's... It, I think a lot of people don't think of Borat in, in the context of the original sketches, which was just him getting done up as, like you know, Eastern Europe's version of a country bumpkin and going up to people at a high tea thing. And And just being racist. Like, most of it was just very much mid to late 90s style, let's laugh at the foreigner, not totally removed from stuff like pulling your eyes shut to be an Asian person. It wasn't super far from that. It was... That's where Borat was from. Borat was never cutting commentary, but... Who is America is purporting to be so? And uh, it's well, a I trick think, in think... the sense that you are not able to discern that someone clearly has a giant prosthesis on their face. Like his <laughs> yeah. face, his face was like four times so, a regular. He looked like he, his mumps had mumps. His and, head was gigantic and shiny. And he was going, it's just, <laughs> I guess these people were kind of afraid of upsetting their boyfriends and girlfriends in Israel, but, oh, fucking hell. Well, I, th- I think, like, the comparison for me with Borat is that in its original form, uh, you know, with, with Borat, he would turn up basically just going, oh, look, here's some uh, backwards Eastern European guy. Yeah. And, and you know, racist old uh, British dudes would go, ah, I'll humor him. And, yeah. And just, you know, laugh along with whatever. And, and a lot of the time, I think the... Um, I suppose the the trick of it, if you will, was that he would present them with something that most reasonable people would go, 
Ugh, that's a pretty backwards and gross view. And these people go, oh, well, it's coming from this guy, so it's all right for me. It's suddenly, you know, it's no one's going to care if I laugh along with this. Yeah. And uh, then thus thus showing that, that, that they are fine with that. And I, I was thinking about this in the context of the new show with the Israeli guy, which is that he, I guess he like um, did a did almost the full-on caricature of the most the most Israeli Israeli in the world kind of thing um, and presented that to like well like in in the sense of oh like the IDF loving yeah 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 like the full-on the full-on IDF loving super Israeli thing like um like the fucking characters in uh you don't mess with the Zohan you know uh, the Adam Sandler movie. That was a documentary, a- though. <laughs> it was a great film. I really would appreciate you not saying really, anything bad about it. I actually about really it. didn't mind You Don't Mess With The Zohan. I think <laughs> I had like that movie. Like, I like acute that movie. brain damage or something. Yeah. Because I, I saw do. that, I was like, oh, yeah, like definitely. Like, no, no <laughs> question about that. But I genuinely watched it. I was like, oh, this is funny, I guess. It's like, it's, this, is, this is funny on some level, but I guess like I do really have brain damage. <laughs> Like almost, certainly. and and I agree because I too like that movie, and um, but like in with the with the new the new character, the super Israeli dude, they're presenting to like hardcore evangelical mm. Christian Republicans the one version of a Jew that they're mm. that they're supposed to like the most, which is the the warmongering super IDF ultra Israeli motherland kind of you know well and we're very pro guns and we're you know it's the one version of that that these guys are going to look at and go ah yes this is exactly who we're supposed to say yes to and agree with given our political ideology and all that sort of shit so i don't know i guess is is the way that he's framing it the thing that just makes people go i'm going to ignore this dude's weird rubber head (laughs) Uh, (laughs) jewish max headroom (laughs) 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 <laughs> that, that's what to think about. That's more of a, that's more of a come town joke. <laughs> Jewish Max Edgerim. Nick Mullins spending an hour doing impressions of Jewish Max Edgerim. <laughs> little, little wink and a nod to come town there. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, wheeling right back around to good old Elon Musk. Oh yeah, uh, he, like he tried to make it ago when we yeah. brought him up. That's all right. We'll work our way back around to it. Um, so he decided to swoop in and make a, a tiny child coffin submarine out of rocket parts. <laughs> um, made a big deal out of swooping in as the saviour, uh, posting videos of pool tests, flying to Thailand himself to deliver it. Um, and they said, what is this? We can't use this. <laughs> what is this big, this big shiny dildo that doesn't fit in the tunnel system? It's and like also, sh- what's the submarine? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's like when you show up like a day too late um, to like <laughs> clean up for your for your roommates when you're moving out of a house. They've done it. Yeah. And you just, yeah. oh. and you just dump like a mop at the front door. You're like, ah, my job's done here. I like, walk away. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> lads. Been busy. See you later. Been, <laughs> been busy, you know, like flying to Mars, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Here's a metal coffin. <laughs> when you need to get those child co- those corpses out of here, give me a ring. Oh man. 
Uh, in a video Mornings. interview with CNN after the boys were all safe, Kaver Unsworth was asked about Musk's sub. He criticized the idea, calling it, quote, just a PR stunt that had absolutely no chance of working. He can stick his submarine where it hurts, Unsworth said. Uh, Where's Musk that? took to his medium. <laughs> can someone please tell me where that is? <laughs> uh, I am laughing because I don't know. <laughs> I His dickhole. So, <laughs> <laughs> Somehow worse than the butthole? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Be I mean, blunt. I could easily fit a submarine up my ass. I mean, <laughs> but dickhole might be different. Oh, no. No, you're going to wind up with the whole um, hot dog exploded in the microwave thing going on there. <laughs> oh. hey, thank you. Uh, mm. Keep going. Musk, Musk took to his medium of choice to denounce Unsworth in response Storm to front. a Twitter thread. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Musk challenged his suggestion that the sub wouldn't have worked and said he would make a video to prove it could go through the cave and ended his tweet, sorry, pedo guy, you really <laughs> did ask for it. Um, I, seem, I seem to recall there was something missing in the middle here where his suggestion was basically like, why else would someone live in Thailand? Yeah, I think that's um, where he got pedo from. The, the it was like, why else would someone it? live in Thailand? Oh, yeah, he was in, well, in one of his yeah. tweets, he said, lives in Thailand, bracket sus. <laughs> Rack em. Oh boy Bit of yeah, racism in there a... too Love yeah, it just, well, I was waiting for him to say Gary Glitter yeah. uh, There was no base for this But must later double down on the accusation Responding to someone who questioned his reaction By saying Bet you signed dollar it's true It's like <laughs> saying the again. only reason you'd live in South Africa Would be to subjugate them um, So that you get like Cheap supply of gems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some you kind know, of like emer- emeralds, for like example. Like emeralds, for example. Yeah. 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 So, something along those lines. Hmm. Huh. Uh, he later deleted his tweets. After days of silence, his attempt at an apology comes once again on Twitter, this time in response to a user who shared a post about the incident. I should note that the post he was responding to was like the one article he could find defending him. And it was on Quora. On Quora. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's the news right there. That's real yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's had enough of uh, fake news and biased journalism. He's going straight to the source of truth. Quora. Quora upvotes. Love Quora. Yes. Um, and I also like that uh, that his his apology here, which, you know, effectively, I guess, um, functions as his Was apology. Was not an apology. Yeah, well, uh, well, it, as he says here, um, as this well-written article suggests, the one defending me, yeah, my words were spoken in anger after Mr. Unsworth said several untruths and suggested I engage in a sexual act with the mini-sub. Now we know what <laughs> Elon Musk does in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> he shoves stuff up his sexual ass. Acts. He would. No, I he solidly th- believe that. Yeah, well, he's probably a- one of those depraved weirdos oh, yeah. who's like... He, you have to have two different hentai on in the background <laughs> to reach orgasm. <laughs> now me, I can just do it with the one, but just one regular kind of one hentai. normal, normal hentai with a lot of animals, and I'm good to go. Sorry, just what was a, the subject? Just a regular man's <laughs> dose of the, the hentai. The normal man's normal hentai. <laughs> <laughs> just the normal amount of hentai for me, thanks. <laughs> 
Medium he said, dose. <laughs> he suggested I engage in a sexual act with the mini-sub, which had been built as an act of kindness, and according to specifications from the dive team leader, he wrote, nonetheless, his actions against me do not justify my actions against him, and for that, I apologise to Mr. Unsworth and to the companies I represent as leader. The <laughs> fault is mine and is mine alone. This is the one that's buried down on a like a reply chain. Yeah, yeah it's a reply so chain. He, he's a reply guy till he dies. He is. And I'd I love it if he became a proper reply guy, though. He was like extremely horny. <laughs> well, I mean, like I responding to Chrissy Te- Teigen with like, "Hello, sweetie. Yeah. Would you like a model '69? Like." Milk on feet, please. Yeah. Come, to jo- come to Johannesburg, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Um, seriously, this motherfucker could own an island or twelve, and he could. He's online. He's he online could, instead. He could be online, but he could just tweet like Chud Bungo fuck all day, <laughs> like the rest that, of us. And that is no- the dream. And have a normal one while just like driving a Ferrari into another Ferrari every day. And he'd be fucking fine and he wouldn't be doing this hateful garbage every fucking day where like people, where genuinely, there are probably some really fucking horrible people just assaulting this guy constantly on now, line now. Probably some, mm. I, someone else said this, so don't assume I have any smart ideas. But someone else said it. It's like Reddit, Redditors and Gab people are probably already trying to look for or fake stuff about this guy being a pedophile so they can please their Rick and Morty god. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's no no doubt. I mean, I, I, I saw in the replies to some of these things, somebody saying like, oh, well, you know, why would he, why would he say that about this guy unless He's there was something asshole. to it? Maybe we should be looking into that, you know. It's like, yeah. Why should a- we be looking into it? Yeah. <laughs> if he's a pedophile, there is the police. Yeah, no, we should uh, we should get QAnon onto it. Yeah. Obviously. Um yeah, the whole the whole internet self-appointed task force thing is sex crime task force is very <laughs> The internet to me. sex crime task force fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. Yeah. Uh law and order Twitter sex crime division. It's um very strange. And like yeah, the idea that the idea that he's like how he says, you know, I apologize on, you know, on behalf of the companies I represent. I, well, I apologize to the companies I represent as a leader. But he's done this in a tweet, in a reply to someone else about something unrelated to this. And I wonder if he looks at that and goes, done my job here. I've job cleaned done. up that mess. Yeah, he's crisis comms efficient, aren't they there? That's all you need so, to do. Um, so how how's he going from a PR perspective here? Ed? Brilliantly, no problems. <laughs> <laughs> All sorted. Is is there anything he can do to turn oh, this around other oh, than absolutely. fucking stopping? Just no, stopping no. I posting. mean, absolutely, he's fine. Like you have to realize, even with this shitty reply, even with like the literal, other than not doing it, pretty much the least amount of effort he could have made. He is still going to be fine, even then, because CNN was like, Elon Musk replies and apologizes. That was it. Job fucking done. No, like, shitty response. TechCrunch went, apologize somewhat. All he needs to do now, and this may be impossible for him, is shut the fuck up and he's fine. If he just stopped doing that and went back to tweeting wubba dubba dub dub and whatever bullshit they say on Rick and Morty... Great, he'd be fine. All he needs to do is return to saying nothing except whatever's happening with Tesla 
And people would leave him alone. If he gave out like 30 Model 3s to a bunch of bloggers, they'd fucking lap it up and they'd be singing his praises again. That's all this takes. It takes literally doing what Apple does. Shutting the fuck up, giving people free things, and making them want more. Because you are that big a company. That's it. It's mm. all Can it I? takes. Except he's gonna fuck it up because he, he can't help but get this kind of weird... He has this hard-on for, like, arguing, but not even arguing, because he never fully goes reply guy. He never fully goes deep down to the I'm-not-racist-butt layer of the internet. But he just... He does old-school dogpiles. And it's fucking sickening, because, like... He... It's just... What's gonna be sickening is when he eventually retracts back into his lair, and he gets away with all this shit. He literally finds all of these people who will write positive things about him again. It's gonna happen. He's gonna... Unless he just continues to tweet angry shit all the time, which is very possible, don't get me wrong, they'll probably forget about anything negative ever happening, and they'll even find a way to call this, like, a redemption story. Ugh. Can I can I take a swing at a, at a mild take here and say that for his fans, right... I think the pedo thing has actually helped distract from the dumbass submarine thing, right? To, to CNN and to all oh, the... no, I don't think know, his fans gave a fuck Hogwarts. about the submarine. But I thought they was beautiful. They probably were all like, oh, yeah, this is beautiful. It's so nice that Elon Musk gives, gives a shit about all these kids. And oh, these yeah, mean that, was, that was very meanies. clearly the reaction. Yeah. But but to me, focusing on the if if we kept focusing on the on the submarines, right? It kind of it's attacking his image as as this bold genius, and it's like no, you've just generated a bunch of trash cans and kicked you know Oscar the Grouch out of it, sort of thing. Disagree, like uh, really? disagree, just because. <laughs> honestly, sorry to just this is my podcast now. Uh, so th this is the only reason that that isn't true because logical, relatively normal people would think exactly what you think, mm -hmm. except. We've already done a version of this on a much larger scale of Elon Musk the victim, which is Elon Musk versus car companies. That's all that, that it's the same thing again. No one's going to say, well, your dopey ass cars that you can't make fast enough aren't, can't compete because they cost too much and they're too hard to make. No, people are say, seeing it and saying, well, you know what? Big auto is holding him down. He oh. had to start with the expensive ones first to get exactly. the technology right. Exactly. He, he had to start with the submarines that kill the children first to get the technology <laughs> How would you right know? to move on. To you remember the cat in the hat? Find out where it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to kill the kids first. <laughs> get it right. You've got, to, you've got to find out what part of the submarine is killing the kids and then, then take you that say part out. Exact, but in all seriousness... He didn't get a chance in the, that narrative. He didn't get a chance to help the kids. Sure, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. I ha and I have seen that. Big like, government yeah. kept him down. Because they Not were too busy actually saving the kids in time <laughs> just before the water levels rose, uh, which would have just killed them all to fit one submarine down there. Yeah, they didn't give him a chance to help because big government wanted him to look bad or just he didn't get a chance to help because bureaucracy held him back from helping. I'm I'm saying though though like all I'm saying is that like maybe ten percent of his of his stands who think he's some sort of rocket genius right despite the fact he clearly isn't right he just pays for the rocket geniuses to go oh he had a hugely dumbass idea right versus one hundred percent of his fans who think calling 
um, the guy that did the actual work, a pedo, is very funny. Because they're brain dead. Because it is. It was extremely funny. It was horrible. It was funny. Very, very funny. That's funny to me. Just 100%. I'm actually an Elon Musk fan now. (laughs) I do like Rick and Morty. I think you need to take it a step back, though. I don't think his fans are that segmented between. Because there are the crazy bozos who will always respect and love him and think he's their dad. But there are, for the most part, Tesla fans believe and have always bought into this narrative. I say this driving a Tesla. I'm not kidding. I actually do drive a Tesla. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> what a piece of shit over here. Well, I mean, you'll burn to death soon, so it's fine. Keep but going. I want to die, so it's <laughs> fucking great. Put me in the submarine if you want to kill anyone. But in all seriousness... Like, it's a good car, but there are problems with the company. Now, there are some people who think that. With the submarine, there was no real... I would say only about 30% of Tesla fans really believe that he was, he was like, just putting a fucking tin can that would have 100% murdered the children in the sea. He, most of them just think he didn't get a chance to try it, and his grainy camera phone bullshit proved that his genius... Tin Can Submarine would have saved the children and been a hilarious adventure like Yellow Submarine. And it would and that's the thing. That's what most people, I believe, think. They think that Elon Musk is this genius that is trying to help the world because he's just that he's just that good and that nice. When really he's just a fucking dipshit with a lot of very vague ideas. That's what I don't get. With all these fucking outlets who cover every fucking tweet he makes. Like, he has these insanely vague ideas. I mean, he's gonna help Flint somehow. Everyone covered it. He's gonna um, get bricks for low-income housing. Which, by the way, is not, like, the problem with low-income housing. It's not like, they're not like, ah, shit, we can't afford the bricks. Yeah. (laughs) It's nothing to do with the services. It's the bricks. There's the problem. They got all these people waiting around in social services, that classically overfunded industry. Yeah, they got a big old bucket of uh, of grout there. All the tools just waiting. God to go. fucking oh, damn it! I wish, I wish we had some bricks. All this money to spend and not a brick to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the amazing thing is these people keep covering, and in many ways, the media that he so hates are the reason are to blame for this fucking cult. Oh, because, for sure. Because they're the ones who have covered every nylon fart this twat has put out into the internet. It's ridiculous. He's a, he says anything. He talks about making a robot dragon. And people <laughs> fucking covered it. Like a robot dragon. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to actually just totally uh, disown my previous taste, take, uh, Ed. Cause I'm obviously sorry. If they didn't... No, because obviously if, they, if people didn't wise up to him selling a propane torch labelled as a flamethrower... <laughs> Right for four times the price, then oh then they're God. not going to wise up ever. It's it's the it's the most ridiculous cult of personality by the by the biggest group of people who would totally despise any other kind of cult of personality if it involved women or people of color or religion or anything else. Right, but like um, on absolute material terms, they cannot. Uh, they cannot criticize Elon Musk. Well, I wonder as well, like, um, just with what you were saying, Ed, about, you know, people looking at, at both the cars and the rescue attempt and saying, ah, but somebody else stopped him and that's why 
you know, that's why it doesn't matter that this thing isn't perfect or didn't work very well or whatever. I think there's also that thread running through the whole thing of, um, you know, if he says, if he's making electric cars, if he's saying that he's somehow going to fix Flint's water problem but not really doing it, or if he's saying he's going to rescue kids from a cave and then not actually doing it, um, any criticism of that is met from his fans with, well, at least he's trying to do something positive. What are you doing to help those kids? It's like e exactly as much as Elon Musk is, not helping them at all. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's exactly <laughs> how much help. It. Yeah, well, that's how much we both helped those kids. That's what all my DMs all. say. I've got all these DM requests from like Elon Musk fanboys that are like, and me. why do you hate Elon Musk so much? <laughs> 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 just like why do you hate elon musk and what do you what did you do to help the thai kids what does, what does that why, mean why are you messaging me about this i don't care it's like that's like that fucking argument when people argue with you and say well if you can't do it then you shouldn't have an opinion about it. like if you have a bad meal you can't say oh it's bad because oh you're not much of a cook it's like fuck off mm. You've, these circular bullshit arguments. And also, mm. what does it even mean to say, I noticed that you're what criticizing. are you doing? You, you, you said you had a bad experience in this dank alley, but how many dank alleys have you built? Yeah. <laughs> Zero. Well, actually, that's where I find most of my victims. <laughs> so, um, great, great PR week. Great PR week for um, Elon Musk. It's so funny how easy it would be as well for him to get positive press and everyone love him. Like, so his cars are actually pretty good. I, That's I the wonder, crazy thing. They're actually good cars. I actually really like them. It's just, it's just really weird how, yeah, I have this really successful product that most people like, but I will just overpromise every day and constantly put myself in the press in a negative manner because I just can't fucking log off. Well, I wonder how much of it comes from you know has has he become or has he always been someone who sees himself as the company yes you know tesla is elon musk uh elon musk elon musk is tesla kind of thing um because surely that's a pretty fatal move to kind of get into get yourself into a position where you think that the company could not or would not continue without you because they absolutely will yeah and that's the crazy um, thing it would Happily. Just look at Papa John. Uh, his fucking pizza company is named after him with his face <laughs> on all the boxes and they just fucked him off. Bad yeah. move. <laughs> yeah. I hate it when um, somebody forces me to say the N-word on a <laughs> teleconference with <laughs> my That's shareholders. Such a good justification as well. <laughs> they pressured me into it. I'd, say I'd, it. <laughs> Everybody started chanting, say it, say, say, it, it, say the say word, man. do it, do it. I would, I yeah, I would just love to hear him explain <laughs> His that lawyer. slightly. Yeah, like say the word. You want to be it. cool, right? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I would love to, I would love to know um, the the very specific context of being goaded into <laughs> being yeah being goaded into racist slurs during business meetings because yeah that's that's happened to me a lot of times in meetings at work is that we've all just been um talking about whatever it is we're working on and someone to my left has just turned and whispered say it, <laughs> say it. Say it. just say do it. a slur just do a slur just do a little one have a go yeah that's what most of that just a like, little um, one yeah 
Go on. Close to when when you get like induction at a company and they give you like the <laughs> HR training and stuff. And the first one is like, now you're going to be asked to say some slurs. Don't say the slurs. It's like a trust fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll mute the call. <laughs> oh man. Now you guys tell me that someone else uh I, I haven't heard about this. We were just talking about this before we started recording. Someone else is having a bad time. It's good old uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook. Yeah. What's what's going on here? What's he got himself into this time? So, I mean, my understanding of it is that it's sort of going back over the old the old ground of, you know, how much should we allow on on Facebook and you know, how much should we allow on Twitter and what what should we do about the people that are um maliciously spreading stuff like Sandy Hook didn't happen. Um, well, yeah, because the they, they just they had the whole InfoWars thing, didn't they? Where they said, oh, we're not going to take info... Like, you know, we're going to start cracking down on fake news. We won't take InfoWars off, though, because that's valid, valid opinion and analysis. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's right. And, and well, I, I mean, it's probably easier to let him explain it. So, you know, the, the interviewer says, you know, Sandy... Okay, Sandy Hook didn't happen, in quotes, is not a debate. It's false... You can't just take that down. And he says, well, I agree, it's false. Um, I also agree, you know, that if, if you're a victim of Sandy Hook and you tell, um, tell them, you know, hey, you're a liar, we'll take that down, right? But then he goes, well, I'm Jewish and there's a set of people who deny the Holocaust happened. I find it deeply offensive, um, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think we should shut it down because I don't think that they're intentionally getting it wrong. Right, and the the interviewer jumps in here and says, "Well, I think they are, you know." And he says, "Well, it's hard to impugn intent and to understand the intent, uh, you know. Basically, if if they don't think, if they can't prove that you're doing this, um, you know, in a malicious way, that you're deliberately misleading people, that it should remain, even though if, even though it's publicly harmful, even though you know it's it's plainly not true. Um, but you know he." It's it's this concept that there's some sort of like good faith argument going on about this stuff, and, and he's apologised just... though now. Has he? I missed that. Oh, so I personally find the Holocaust deeply offensive, and I absolutely <laughs> didn't intend to defend the intent of people who deny that. But they won't. Wow. No, no, but they let, no, no. But let's break that down. Who deny that? What? What they? De- he worded that specifically. So he's not quite saying the Holocaust happened. <laughs> I yeah, I personally I, am offended I personally by find the Holocaust idea of a denial Holocaust. deeply offensive, and I absolutely didn't intend to defend the intent of people who Jesus Christ, he changed this statement. Oh my god. Defend defend the intent. Yeah, how about you just say the Holocaust happened yeah, and anyone the, who denies that is terrible? The it's end. It's the most insane thing. It's the easiest thing to get get right. Like you said with Elon Musk, it's like it's so easy for these people to get good PR, right? And they do this. It's like, are you really worried or mourning the loss of Holocaust deniers? Is that a large demographic of Facebook now? Like Ah oh shit, we're giving up the Holocaust demographic. the Holocaust denier <laughs> demographic. Ah shit. We'll never make it through this quarter without the people who deny the Holocaust who also happen to buy a lot of beans. Like, it's <laughs> like fucking Heinz is going to drop our contract because we kicked out the Holocaust. It's fucking stupid. I just say Holocaust denial is disgusting and anyone who denies it shouldn't be on the social network. Fuck it. Just go as far and say you should die in an oven. Fucking A. <laughs> That'd be great. You deny the Holocaust, you get burned in an oven. 
That's, that's that for good, irony. That's good, good PR for them. <laughs> Actually, I'd, well, I'd fucking love that. That'd be great. Well, we have to like, like in Australia, you like Holocaust denial is illegal. Isn't yeah, that, it, wasn't it illegal on the internet for a while to like post that shit? It doesn't, de- it doesn't depend on like what country you're from and all that sort yeah, of thing. Like, in, in Germany, Holocaust denial is is illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. Like, um, you know, of of the of the very few people who have been like found guilty under the um the the eighteen C provision of the racial racial discrimination act in Australia, mm. um, one of them is Mel Gibson's father. <laughs> really? No. Wait, really? Mel Gibson denied the Holocaust. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, sorry, sorry! I take that <laughs> That's back. That's I'm conflating. No, Mel Mel Gibson's father is a very long time on record Holocaust denier. What? I didn't isn't, know this. Isn't Mel Gibson? Uh, Mel Gibson's he's a, just incredibly anti-Semitic. I know. Yeah, he's like super, super, super staunch Catholic, um, and he also kind of r- refuses to get into. He, he he both sides Holocaust denial about his dad, like Mark Zuckerberg does about um, everyone. Guys. Yeah, about literally everyone it seems. But um, but no, there was a there was another guy who uh, like distributed um, Holocaust denial material, like just walked around handing out flyers Hitler? and shit. Yeah, know. I was gonna say Himmler. Yeah, <laughs> in um, in he's back or Melbourne or somewhere in pog form. The emails are coming from Argentina. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, to Facebook's new Project Odessa. Hello? <laughs> Did we lose Andrew? Uh, slight technical error there, folks, while we argue about the truthfulness of the Holocaust. Well, you were just saying that um, when you test the Zyklon B cans, you can clearly see that the metal is only 20 years old, mm. right? Which doesn't make sense. I think that, that, is that was what, what you saying. were saying mm. just before your government provided modem cutout. Mm. Um, just Make your own connections, folks. I've said this before, but <laughs> I'm just I... Given I the facts. I was so weirded out when um when I realized that there's like uh that that we have our own like false flag conspiracy theories in Australia about Port Arthur. Oh yeah, big time. About the Port Arthur massacre. What's which that? um so that was in in Tasmania. There th- that was the event that uh spurred Australia to like clamp right down on gun ownership. Um so there was a guy Martin Bryant in Tasmania who uh, collected some guns and was a great big nutter and he massacred a whole bunch of people and then the government 16? went 16 yeah which which to be honest sounds not like not that many given it was high high American time news. you know inflation and oh, what God. have you there's technically 482 different people yeah um but yeah he uh he did all that very fat and so, so that was what prompted, like, um, the the gun buyback and, uh, um, you know, illegal firearm amnesty and all that sort of stuff, which is, of course, the thing that all smug Australians now, um, now fucking point just to. constantly tweet at America's like, ah, uh. yeah, it's so good. Yeah. We did mm-hmm. one thing right in our entire like horrible <laughs> nation's history, <laughs> but it's also it it just it's so fucking apples and oranges too. It's like. 
hey, um, we, you know, we had this thing happen and we said, oh, why don't we let some people turn in their small amount of, you know, uh, not great guns, which aren't really a huge part of our culture. How come you haven't done that with your uh, 400 million firearms, America, uh, about this thing that is like completely culturally different there as far as like no one in Australia there's like one person in Australia and he's a politician who thinks that people have like a right to own guns yeah so when they say it's like a it was a false flag to the benefit of whom like the bulldozer manufacturer who (laughs) ran over all the guns afterwards like (laughs) that sounds like a fucking great job though (laughs) would be very cool um oh we had questions Oh, uh, yes. We've got some yeah. questions for the mailbag. Questions for Ed. Hello. Let's see. Uh, well, No, it did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wife of the show, uh, Connor Stokes, did ask, um, who will be the next renowned tech brain genius to publicly humiliate themselves? Who is the next emperor with no clothes? <sighs> That's a good one. I mean... So a while ago, I would like a few years ago, I would have bet Mark Benioff, but actually he's become like the antithesis of everything Elon Musk. He like reflects on shit when he does something wrong. He like apologizes to people. Doesn't he even like survived Shanley getting mad at him? Which is just you wow. should get you should get a pur- <laughs> you should get a purple heart for that. <laughs> like that is a fucking you should get all of them like, Iron Cross and everything. But nevertheless, um. So for the benefits of uh, our listeners, and and not for me, I'm extremely smart, but for the (laughs) listeners who don't know who this is, uh, can you explain who... He's the uh, CEO of Salesforce, very rich guy, rich enough to literally put his name in a hospital or two, but actually a nice bloke. I think it's going to be a major VC. I would not be surprised if we get, within the next few years, we get someone, probably not Andreessen because he's been quite canny and actually logged off when he realized maybe one of the people that spent like tens of millions of dollars on um on the pathology bullshit um oh tim draper it's gonna be tim draper Mm, there you go because he's got his bitcoin tie and he's already wants to split california into like several separate oh that was him and, I mean, he's been extremely online recently, and you never know, he may... Uh, but it's probably going to be a venture capitalist. It's probably going to be one of these... It might be, maybe if something significant happens with Uber, like something really bad happens with yeah. Uber, Travis Again. Kalanick, another yes. unfairly maligned person. <laughs> Don't know what people's problem with Uber is, other than the sexism and the free labor they get and the destruction of lives they get i mean other than that other than those things but yeah i think it will probably be a vc because it's just natural i mean tim draper's already he's already like theranos denying he already he is not admitting theranos was a big old (laughs) scam which i think is fucking marvelous i think i think that is so funny oh a hundred percent like the, pl- the due like dil- watching any video of Elizabeth it, Holmes. I mean, it's any due like diligence the- would be like, oh, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah it's it's it like can't. the most immediate kind of direct karmic um, backfire that I can actually think of in the tech industry. Oh yeah, like like the the clearest example of being punished for hubris. It's well, unbelievable, um, but yeah, I think that it will probably be a VC. I think that that's very likely that a VC will just go. Nuts, nutrageous on us all. 
I think it makes sense as well because um, it's it's definitely the like the the venture capitalists, the the Ubers, the the Elon Musk types who I think have all sort of come up from this idea of you know being disruptors, being people who don't play by your normal business rules. Yeah. And then at some point it makes you go, oh, that's why everybody played by the business rules. Yeah. Uh, because you're not supposed to be out there on social media talking about your insane conspiracy theories. and Yeah, as they slowly reconstruct all of the business rules from scratch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's like... It's like... Yeah, that's right, Theo. All the, all the Facebook stuff of, like, just continually fucking up and doing, like, the... The, the basics of business and then going, we've really learned from this and we're going to reflect on it and not do it again until next month. And we're yeah. going to reflect on that when it happens. I'm actually surprised it wasn't a Bitcoin person. Like, but the Winklevosses aren't really online and the Bitcoin people were already fucking deranged. So it's not like a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. And all the people that, you know, bought at 22,000 and sold at seven, they've already all killed themselves. Yeah, anyway, they're, all, so. <laughs> they're all dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't show... kill myself yet, but. Yeah, there's time. We can, we can still get you in that sub. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Friend, friend of the show, Carl, asks uh, What smart home device has Ed gotten the maddest at? Oh, oh my. Uh, Ed Ed buys and uh, kind of tries out and reviews a lot of smart home devices, and they're they're all bad. I don't know about that. I actually really uh, sarcasm aside, I don't know about that. But <sighs> Wemo probably the like the light switch ones. They are the oh, most yeah. maddening when you're installing them. But yeah, I would say anything with the light switches is always bad. But I would say HomePod. The Apple speaker. Oh yeah, which yeah. I should add, it sounds fucking great. I I will I will stand for that shit for no good reason. Like, there's no reason for anyone to defend Apple, but I do <laughs> because I'm a, I like I'm the one screaming at woman at the top of my voice that like they should die because of my beauty. No, but in all seriousness, it can't understand me like most days. <laughs> I'm like, hey Siri, play music. I don't know where the moose stick is. Like it's, like, it's, I'm, but it won't even be that sensible. It will usually. I'll ask it to play one Queens of the Stone Age song, and it goes back to this really specific one called Infinity, for reasons I can't really understand because it's a really deep cut. It's not like a common one. But also there are just times where it goes, hmm, I can't understand that. Just gives the fuck up, which is very approachable. Like I get it, <laughs> but also annoying. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, we also have a friend of the show, Justin Free McCulloch, asks, Hello, Ed. Hello. Uh, do you prefer coffee or tea? And how coffee. do you have it? Black. Coffee all day. Ooh. So also, I actually drink this stuff that my mate Phil makes. It's this stuff called Black Blood of the Earth. Uh, I did is, see this on your Twitter the other yeah, day. Yeah, it's insanely powerful coffee. It's like one shot is two venti lattes. I just drink that from the bottle because I'm severely ADHD. Like, absolutely doctor, doctor approved. I am super ADHD. So, does it help? Yes, because a lot of ADHD, in particular mine, is actually medicated with stimulants anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, a little bit of learning. I know. I know you blokes don't like don't necessarily like your book reading, but 
Occasionally you learn a thing. Sorry about that. Well, they're all in. They're all in <laughs> English, which is no help to us Australians. So really struggle with it. Hmm. But no, it's uh, I like my coffee very strong and very black. Do not say like your men, am I right? Hey. <laughs> no, I like them slovenly. Mm. Uh, let's see, friend of the show, new, brand new friend of the show, Narissa Shannon asks, "Is Super Meal?" Uh, it's a very Seinfeld era question. What? I don't, wa- I don't watch Seinfeld. Hmm? Is soup a meal? Oh, I'm gonna say no. Uh, no, absolutely not. I don't. No, think so. it's part of a meal. It's an appetizer at best. You could have it as a meal, I guess. It sucks that we that we didn't have Ben on this one because I'm on oh, soup no. as a meal side. He's on soup as a meal side. Oh, oh wow! I'm glad both, you guys are overrun here. Yeah. We that's both a are thrilling extremely fucking, That's fucking Aristotle versus Plato. <laughs> <laughs> Brain lords, masters of genius. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get right back into our soup versus stew debate all over again. Yeah, oh let's have a whole God. episode on that shit. Yeah, let's <laughs> what is pay for this show? What is a chowder? Hey, a miserable uh, pile of secrets. That's right. Um, wife of the show, Tal Waterhouse, who you you may know from uh, Australia's Friday Lizard on Twitter. My favourite. Does make the Friday Lizard. Uh, he asks you to please rank your pets from best to greatest. No. <laughs> run us run us through your pets. Ed, so I've got you have got, yeah, I got Shaw, who's the kind of husky looking one. I don't mean fat. I mean, looks like a husky. <laughs> I don't know why that, that was so funny. Um, no, it, but she she's an Alaskan clique. She's the kind of white fluffy one. There is Root, who's the teacup Pomeranian we have. <laughs> such a hilarious... What a ridiculous so, life you lead. I love my life. No, my, li- my life's so fucking stupid. It's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, I really... I have a really, like, a absolutely fucking stupid life. I love it. Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, so Root's a teacup Pomeranian, and it's based off of Root from Person of Interest, not the word for fucking. Um... <laughs> Just want to make that clear. So my other dog, fucking... No, sorry. Um, <laughs> other dog's called Kaya. She is a Chihuini, which would be a weenie dog plus a Chihuahua. It's my wife's pet from before she met me. Uh, she's wonderful. She is the most sedentary animal other than me. And what about and, the dog? Uh, but I, I made the joke during... I just made that... Ah. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Moving on, there is Hosanna, which is our garbage cat. Garbage cat? Well, she was literally found in a garbage <laughs> dump by another garbage dump, my father-in-law. And huh. he's a real shit. Um, but, <laughs> sorry, uh, it's the one podcast I know he wouldn't listen to. Uh, and he literally found her, like, in the dumps, dying. And I was like, this is a cute cat, bring it home. And she is, she hates everyone except me. She's oh, that's a good like, deal. Yeah, she's, she's like the Twitter of cats. And, damn, that was funny in my head. Uh, but <laughs> then there is Tingus Pingus and Flopsy Mopsy. <laughs> they, are, they are both, they are both uh, ragdoll cats. They are fucking wonderful cats. They are, they are beautiful cats. They are ridiculous cats. to look at, I, I have to say. And that's, it's yet 
one of many parts of my ridiculous life. But yeah, they make me so angry to look at, like <laughs> the, that these cats exist. These fucking, these fucking cats. The, the absolute arrogance of these fucking, <laughs> fucking bastard pieces of shit. I'm gonna fucking go when I'm done with this podcast. I'm gonna go and have an hour with them. You pieces oh of God. shit. Just fucking, <laughs> fucking. How dare you? Yelling slurs at my cats. People in <laughs> yeah. Australia are furious at you right now, guys. Australians can't stand these cats. <laughs> it's like those outbrain articles. Super <laughs> to the cats. Everyone's fucking furious. Steamed. What? Find out why Australians are incensed. But yeah, those incensed are, those are all my animals. It's a lot of animals. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Big owls. I have, Big I have owls. one animal. One animal and I'm like, get out of here. And you're on a podcast with him. Hey, how rack them? Uh, no pets for Lucy. I can't have pets. I live alone. I live a very sad life. I'm at work all the time. I, a dog would be miserable. Get a cat at my house. I hate cats. Oh, don't get a cat then. Weird creatures, <laughs> hideous creatures. But enough about you. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was. Oh, rude. that was a mean one. <laughs> I'm Ooh. sorry. Well, I mean, I just got called a fat sedentary. <laughs> I'm just lashing out at this point. You could turn into one of those, um, one of those like snake or spider girls. You know? <laughs> Look, I'm past Whoa. that. I've grown out of that. Shit. <laughs> just have a snake on, the, on you at all the times. Rat girl. <laughs> oh, just rat girls. <laughs> like, like rats. I've always found those people who like, yeah, rats. They're just so smart. They like you can keep them in your jacket, and they just pull out a fucking rat. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, get it. And you're like, where do they shit? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Like, are your pockets just full of shit? <laughs> yeah, I love I love people who go to the go to the mat for their vermin pets. They're actually not dirty. They're actually not dirty. They're, they're they never dirty, shit. <laughs> they shit yeah. once a month. Are we defending rats now, Lucy? I am defending rats. Oh, I don't want to no. be a rat defender. I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop right here. Have you? Have you owned a rat? I have owned a rat. <laughs> yeah, quite a few on Twitter. Hey. Oh. Getting in all the puns before I uh, die. You're on fire. On fire, Ed. I oh wish. Oh, my God. I'd love to, the sweet embrace of death. Oh, dear. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. Uh, love to Ed, die. Any other Ed, questions? Do we need to... <laughs> do, we, do we have anything else? What have we got? It's an... Oh, here we go. All right. uh, lover, lover of the show, Travis Jordan. Asks, what is the best DC movie or TV show, and why is it iZombie? See, iZombie's a that's a deep cut. It's also a very good television show. It's very, very good. I really iZombie is a great example of a show that did well by having a very good cast and just fully accepting how stupid it was. They knew how stupid it was, and they didn't pretend like, oh yeah, we have to. I also didn't. I thought it was Vertigo, not DC, but. Uh, it is it is Vertigo, but it's a DC imprint, I guess. Ah, uh, right, right, right. So I, b- right I believe so I believe it's technically uh, a DC. Thing. My fedora is spinning, and <laughs> no, iZombie is definitely the best if you have to be technical like that. The Flash used to be fucking great, and then just for the reasons that iZombie is good, the Flash became bad because it stopped being a stupid show. It stopped accepting. It was about the very fast man and his friends who were fun to watch on screen. And they were like, oh, we have to get into that Walking Dead lost bullshit where you always have some crazy show-defining moment that needs to happen. Versus you can have a cool thing happen and just wrap it up. 
You don't need to yeah. make it like a whole fucking thing. So now the show's... And then they had the worst villain ever on it, The Thinker. Like, his... <laughs> literally, his Wait, power on iZombie is, or The Flash? The Flash. No, iZombie is just fucking dumb constantly, but it's so good at it. Yeah. And it acknowledges how stupid it is. I will, I will always take, um, you know, sort of deliberately... Or, or self, just self-awareness. I will always take well, but it's self-aware not self-aware in that way where you're like, oh, God, we get it. So, it's not so, like winking at the camera. Yeah. yeah. It's very high production value stupid. Like, it, it knows exactly... Like, it's a town full of zombies. Like, it's not pretending like it's sophisticated prestige television like that fucking piece of shit Westworld. And... Sorry, letting, that, letting the... Letting the tiger out a bit there, but oh, look, no, don't, don't, don't worry. You're not going to find any strong defenders of prestige TV here. I Those think. people rule. No. Those people are even funnier <laughs> than Elon Musk people. But yes, yeah, so um, but I, I will absolutely take um, you know, uh, not yeah, not not self-aware dumbness so much as just they just commit. embracing what it is, yes, embracing exactly. what it is. I will absolutely take that over the self-seriousness of, like, a fucking Zack Snyder DC movie. Oh, they're so fun. Did you see Suicide Squad? I did. I the did. The funniest thing about that is still when they play they play uh, Sympathy for the Devil when they go to see the Suicide Squad because, you see, they're the heroes oh. of the story. And then every time they flip between them, they have a different song and then when they become an army they play seven nation army it was just, so, it, was just it was so fucking i was i was pissing myself laughing especially at the joker who and i i stick by my completely made up theory that no one gave jared leto a script they just, they just let <laughs> he him just turned up he just, he just turned up and they didn't tell him what was gonna happen so common was just there going wait what the fuck is this shit he's like ah you're trying to sweet talk man <laughs> he's like what and that's why he looks really confused because he does not know he thought he was doing like a serious movie also oh, he no. lies down in this pile of knives that's perfectly shaped like him lying down like what if he slipped well i like to imagine uh before scenes like that you know just 20 to 30 minutes of him carefully placing yeah, the exactly. knives down <laughs> so much in a silent room a the joker's in knives yeah yeah. Oh god, I have to put down the fucking knives. Why? Oh, he wants <laughs> to lie down on it laughing later. Oh fuck's See, sake. A suicide Come Squad on. Get another Su job. <laughs> suicide Squad is genuinely one of the only things where like I would be really curious to see what the sort of original cut of that was like because it's also very clearly a movie that has been like mangled. Butchered. Hacked to pieces. I Absolutely mean Absolutely mangled by like studio tomfoolery and everything. And I'll give um, was it David Ayer that directed it? Because I'll give him, I'll give him his um what orc cop he points. He did Bright, the orc cop movie. Oh, oh is it the same guy? I never saw that. Oh, it's so good. Bright's so much better than Suicide Squad. They say um, they say fairy lives matter in that, right? Just they do. Yes, they Fucking do. Well, uh, no, Will Smith says they don't matter today. Oh, which is oh, very strange wow. that they have a black guy, a black playing, guy playing a, a cop. life doesn't matter. Playing nope. a cop, saying that a in the film's universe a minority's life doesn't matter. But it's, that's the that's the uh, Max Landis script for you, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but David Ayer also did like um, Training Day, and uh, I think. Oh, I did Fury. Fury, yeah, right, I yeah. love Fury. Uh, 
theory was was good. Of course, they're all relatively self serious movies, but um, but yeah, like you're saying, that that whole that whole beginning of Suicide Squad is like very clearly that they that they had tried you know wanted to do like a bunch of different origin story and a, bits or and whatever a make and a wish kid got to direct it so they had yeah. to leave it like that <laughs> yeah and they've got what if instead we cut all of this down to about 40 seconds of montage and song cues it's a different song cue every 10 seconds what's amazing about that though is how easy it would be if you got someone like i've said this so many times there's so many movies on twitter but mark Neveldeen, the crank bloke the guy who oh, did yes. Gamer. Yes. Two, yeah. two brilliant movies. He'd have done like a 93-minute Suicide Squad movie with the same cast and it would have been great. Yeah. It would have been fantastic because all you need to do is have a fucking dumb movie with... You've got Will Smith. He was fine. It's just... None of... Nothing's fun anymore. Everything has to be fucking serious and fucking a franchise. And, but then you get well, Guardians of the that- Galaxy, which is still fucking franchise, but good. So I don't know. Well, I think I think the whole DC issue is that they said, "Hey, we'll let Zack Snyder do the first couple, and then that has set the visual tone for the film's universe." Sepia. Yep, sepia and gritty reimagining. Um, everybody attempting to do fucking Nolan's Dark Knight ten years after the <laughs> it's fact. It's not good. It's not good. In, in Australia, they love to do, like, they love to make us go, uh, you know, don't do drugs because this is, like, where your drugs are cooked. And they always show, like, this really grimy photo of, like, a toilet <laughs> with all this, like, chemistry set coming out and stuff. And it's, like, really, like, undersaturated and the, yeah, the contrast the is all blown out. That's a Zack Snyder movie is that toilet. <laughs> what I love about the Chris Nolan Batman, though, the last one, was... They were trying to do this big, serious, meaningful movie, and then they had a giant bloke come and go, Brr, what a rough voice. And it was just so fucking funny. I was, I was crying with laughter in the cinema, and everyone was like, shh, shh, the important <laughs> man's talk is like, time to go, I'm gonna kill all these people. It's just it was so funny. I was just Hello. crying with laughter. Oh. Oh boy! Oh, I was worried that my modem had died again for a second. Now, oh, thank God! <laughs> oh oh my God! Oh my God! It would be fine at this point. We would just say something mean about you and then close the podcast off. Yeah, yep. that's fair. All right. Well, let's do that now. Then, um, would you like to say something mean about me before we wrap this up? No. Me? Anyone else? <laughs> no. <laughs> I. Ed, you're the guest. You can. You can start. Yeah, off. you first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll do I... like a round robin kind of thing. I don't know. Where do you? Look, where are you fun. from? Where were you born? Uh, oh, I was born in the city that uh, everybody in Australia likes to talk shit about, Adelaide. Ugh. Never heard of it. It's probably Ugh. shit. There we go. Yeah, no, that sounds like shit. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Job done. Job done. Yeah, but like I, I have no, no. Um, I did watch but... Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I, I know. Well, like I, I was born in Adelaide, and like because my. My dad was in the uh, Air Force. Like two two weeks later, we left the country. We were like posted to the states. Right. And um and so you know years and years later, I remember saying to my parents like, oh you know, I've I've never actually been back to Adelaide and seen what it's like. Maybe I should go there and check it out. And they were both like, <laughs> eh. oh I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they they legit just both said, yeah or oh, you could just not. 
<laughs> yeah, just so, just give it a miss. Not to remember something and actually comment on it, but my favourite people are the people getting mad at Sasha Baron Cohen after we just like insulted Sasha Baron Cohen on this podcast. But he'd be like, Bruh, yeah, he's like, like Isla Fisher. I can't believe someone we like someone plays second fiddle to him. Someone who's be- was like a television star for like twenty years and then had a Hollywood career. And people are like, there's a large group of conservative dudes who are like trying to make fun of it of her for having no career and having to leech off of Sasha Baron Cohen. Leave Isla Fisher alone. And she's also That's a huge rude. success. Yeah, she's I like would argue like, like a national treasure. Like she's loved even in England. I would argue that Isla Fisher has had a far more consistent film career than Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. And is better at acting and stuff. Like, Yeah. She's, she's funny in everything that she's in. She's in movies constantly. And, um, but, and like, but look it up. Like all these conservative men who are like, die, yeah, she's a dumbass. Yeah, she's with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, which is a fair thing. Like you married Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, wonder if she knows, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, it's like their argument is like that she's so useless that she has to marry someone like that. It's like, ugh, maybe they should say that about him. Radical feminism, right? But yeah, like like you're saying, I had a point. Like, it didn't come out well, though. <laughs> it just well, fucking just, fe- it, fell apart like a podcast. It tends to make more sense to like criticize a, a woman for being a gold digger or you know leveraging someone else's career or whatever if they are not a very successful uh, actor in their own right. Which it's is like the, whole, the um, opposite of Isla Fisher. Well, it's like the whole uh, you know uh, and. I, I don't even know why I'm talking about it because I don't care at all. People saying the same thing about fucking Meghan Markle marrying into <laughs> yeah. the royal family. It's like, she was rich. Who gives mm, a fuck? Two rich like, dipshits. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. They get to be rich together now. But yeah, the uh, only lack of similarity with them was she didn't dress up like a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the, the only way of separating them, other than them looking completely different and speaking a different way and being from different countries, basically identical. Yeah. Well, so uh, is there you you doing anything that needs plugging, Ed? Oh, my And we come back to the little <laughs> kitty submarine again. <laughs> <laughs> we also, oh no, I'm not going to yellow submarine. It's probably a horrible. It's probably a horrible racist joke in there, honestly. But yeah. let's avoid it. Uh, Ooh, you just I followed you just me. Made it. Did I? Go on, what? go on. No, I'm not going to do it. You do the racism. You're from Australia. It's your thing. I'm not going to culturally appropriate. We learned it from you. <laughs> we learned it from you. <laughs> Raci- racism genius. Yes. Yeah, I, I only just say, follow me on Twitter. Ed Zitron, that's E-D-Z-I-T-R-O-N. I'm only able to say Z on here because they say it properly in Australia. Hmm. So right. like, mostly tweets about Zyborn Clock, so my fav- check that out. My favourite game. Okay. And I, honest to God, got told by a writer today, it's, it's really interesting. You're like a successful PR guy, but you're also incredibly chaotic and uncontrollable online. I'm like, oh, thanks. What a random <laughs> fucking comment to make out of nowhere without me talking to you. And they got very angry and blocked me. <laughs> Well, congratulations on your successful career, despite being a mammoth shit poster. 
Like, Overco- what? Overcoming your uh, your odds. <laughs> my my, your posting my disability. Overcoming yeah. my lead poisoning. <laughs> All right, yes, thanks the, for having me on, f- though, everyone. Oh, you're very welcome. That. We've been meaning to do it for a while, haven't we? Uh, it's an <laughs> absolute pleasure. Wonderful. Well, as always, folks, uh, you can find bonus episodes over on patreon.com forward slash Punta Vista. Uh, and that's about it. Well, we don't did you want to lead this one out? Oh, with, sorry. With what? Oh, well, uh, fine, I'll do it. Um, uh, more like Ed Shitron. Jesus oh. Christ! <laughs> wow! Oh my God! Wow. What the? Damn f- it! Damn it! Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ed. It's been, it uh, has actually been lovely, but it Ed's has been lovely rules of rules. Theo's rule. been waiting <laughs> for an hour uh, to say. Second, just, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, just one second. Nine one one. There we are. The police oh. are on their way to Australia. <laughs> You will speak to my lawyer in the morning. Uh, we, ours is ours is triple zero because nine one one is far too complicated for our <laughs> tiny Australian tiny brains. racist brain. Do, do you all do you all accidentally like when you're trying to skip things on a on an automated line accidentally call an ambulance or something? It's just Constantly. shit. No, oh, damn it. No, I don't need you. Just try to get through the fucking phone company. All right, I'll leave it. Sorry, I know you're trying to end this podcast. It'll never end. <laughs> Thanks very much, Ed, and everybody else. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.